to see no drinking allowed we get a nice quiet crowd plain as it can be it's just a bitterly squatting old time country place ain't nothing too hard to just lots of goodwill and maybe one small thrill but there's nothing dirty going on. Nothing dirty going on. We get simple farmers, local businessmen, Congress folks from Austin, young boys looking for sin. Now we used to get a lot of roughnecks when the oil boom was high. But pay they'd get a little rowdy. Thank God the field run dry. It's just a little bitty pissant country place. Nothing much to see. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Alice Immersion Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry, and your other host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, is, uh, I don't, I don't fucking know what he's doing, but you know what? To make up for being down a host, how does he say it? Because he does it so eloquently and I'm going to fumble it. <laughs> I, I've replaced him with someone better. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> That's what he says, right? Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Jen. Hello. Thanks for having me. I mean, technically you're on the show every week. Oh, true. In a, in a very, very small part. I'm, I'm sorry. I can only be one doctor today and not the other lineup that we had going on. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to get a double dose of you. So that's always good. I'm sorry. <laughs> so this is going to be one episode that you're not going to listen to any of it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Dang it. <laughs> uh, it took a while for me to get used to hearing my own voice and, and I'm still not used to it. When I'm editing, I'm just like just working. So I just get through it. But our show started playing this morning after I was listening to Allison's show and it was last week's episode. And I guess just because the way we're recording through Zoom, it sounds different than if like Rafi and I record mm. ourselves and like mix it down. It sounds sometimes a little bit better. And I was just listening. Mm. I'm like, oof, <laughs> my voice. <laughs> How do people listen to this? It's no wonder we have like three and a half listeners. I try to listen and then they get to the segment and I'm like, oh, there's lovely Lauren. Ah, <laughs> and I try to skip and I'm like, I talk too much. I talk too much. Not I want to know more Lauren, but, Oh, yeah. you guys have a very good back and forth. In fact, because we are supposed to have this group together, I had these delusions of grandeur that we're going to like had this mini group recording in my backyard and then people just started dropping like flies at no, mm, no one's, no one's fault except for the world was just against us all getting together this weekend. And maybe it was for the best, but then I was thinking, Oh, what would be so cool if I had some sort of planning beforehand is to attack this episode, the way you and Lauren do unworthy. I really like how you do this back and forth. It just, it, it's smooth. And it, and, and I, I like listening to it. I feel like it's very even. I'm confused though, because the, I think we do it like you and Rafi do. You take the notes, Lauren takes the notes, Rafi doesn't, I don't. <laughs> so I feel like- <laughs> There is that, but like, you know, I think I talk probably a little bit more than Rafi does. <laughs> That's only because Rafi wants you to, because he'll just stay yes. silent so that you have to talk. Yes. So I'm here to not let you talk. Okay. 
<laughs> I like that. And I think everyone at home is probably thankful for that as well. On this special episode, I don't know why it's special because you're here, of course. Uh, <laughs> we will talk about the Monday show, Pro Wrestler RJ City. Is that right? Yeah, really? That's- okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me start that one over. <laughs> My God, who cares? And the Thursday show, Nutella Secrets, Fake Deceased Twins, Pickle Butts. Okay, but first, do we have, you know what? We have a BFF hotline call. I'm asking you, do we have any BFF hotline calls? <laughs> Why, yes, we do. Oh, <laughs> so <thanks>. I've been told. <laughs> All right, let's take a listen. Hello, super fan Megan here. Um, I'm listening to the Thursday episode on my way back from the vet with my little mouse, um, our new little baby girl, and uh, had to drop her poop off so that her poop could get tested. And uh, this Canadian fella is saying how he uh, worked on a show called Miss Persona, and I have a Just Me or Every Fan. Um, is it just me or every fan or maybe a couple fans uh, that I was like, oh, my God, so many children are going to grow up knowing what the word persona means from, like, a super young age. Just me or every fan. Okay, I, that's not the way I expected it to turn. But Super well, Megan, always good to hear from you. But I do, I can agree with, there are certain words I think we would not have been exposed to if it were not for s- certain shows. So I'm, I'll have to rack my brain thinking about, you know, what I've learned from the great TV. What, what, are, what are your thoughts? So is it just her or every fan? Wait, yeah. she's saying that they're not going to grow up knowing? Or they are. They are. Gonna they are going to know that word at a young age, as opposed to maybe if they hadn't had that show in their lives. That's the thing. We were talking earlier about when you learn things. Mm, yes. You know, Allison briefly mentioned thinking that someone in the hotel room before them had visited a brothel. It's like, when do you know what the word brothel is? And when do you learn about like that? So I don't know when I learned about persona i don't know i, I feel like persona is such a modern more commonly used term in this modern world because of these images that we're putting out there that is different than before where i think it's so much in your face that maybe but i'm curious there are certain words i'm sure that i learned because of watching tv or but oh, I, right. of course i'm not going to even like remember anything right now but but then there's different like, concepts per- or words but like persona non grata right that's mm. around forever that's so I feel like that's probably where I've heard persona. I'm going to think that I got either a lot of my words from Bill Nye <laughs> uh-huh, nice or <laughs> uh, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, mine was probably Saved by the Bell. The, I, love I Love Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, or the books that you were required to read in school. Oh, so you got yeah. a lot of your terminology from Huck Finn. I never had to read that. <laughs> JK. <laughs> <laughs> that Although, would maybe, Rafi would have probably said to me uh, oh, Lord of the, like Lord the, of the Flies uh, 1984 what, what, where were you Catcher in the Rye 84 there you go not okay. Catcher in the Rye though. I mean okay. I'm sure that was on the, a list but a lot of times where the too, fern grows wait where the no. red fern grows well any fern I didn't read about any fern um, but <laughs> but also I want to say this reminds me that when I was growing up I tried to work smarter and not harder and this is, you know, maybe this is why how I became a doctor, but maybe I should be trusted. But hmm. I try to work the system. So if something w- I had to do, I try to find the easiest way to do it. Uh, so I was a big okay. fan of Cliff Notes. 
And I was a big fan of audiobooks, which were on cassette, which you had to go to the one bookstore that had books on cassette and I listened to them slash fall asleep. I think them. if I would have known about audiobooks, that would have been my route as well. Although mm-hmm. I was obsessed with reading so much that maybe not, but being obsessed about books that you have to read is a little yes. bit of a different story. That was the problem. Yes. I had to read it. I and as much as do. I was intrigued by like the glowing yellow books of the cliff right. variety, I, I don't know why it's like, I don't know if it was beaten down in from like storylines and TV that I've watched, but I'm like, I'm going to get caught. First of all, the teacher's going to see me buying this thing or <laughs> catch me reading it. Or there's going to be like, ask me some trick question that's not covered in the cliff notes that you're supposed to know. Like it's some like loophole that they're going to catch you. Yeah. They weren't great. Let me tell you, they weren't great. Um, (laughs) I I was an avid reader outside of school, but tell me what to do and I'm not going to do it right away. (laughs) But um, the cliff, not great. I mean, they told you basically a spoiler and that's it, but the character development wasn't there. It's a horrible way to get to know a book. Interesting. Um, But yeah, not, not recommended by any means, but uh, yeah, now with the internet. I know everything's out there. And anyway, with, you know, with the reports, like the kids will turn in reports and the, they have like software that will say like how much of a percentage of this has already been written somewhere. So they oh, can right. if it's plagiarized or not. And yeah. it's like, oh my gosh. And that's the other thing I never would have plagiarized either. Cause like I would, I'd be mortified if I was caught. And I just felt like oh, yeah. the teachers were on to me if I was going to do something like that. I never plagiarized, but I did mess with the margin and the size of the font. <laughs> Look at you and spacing. <laughs> yes, okay. I, I just, I don't like being told to do it. <laughs> so, well, I'm yeah. glad you showed up today, even though I told you you had to be here. No, you said I didn't have to. So I said I want to. <laughs> oh, that is a C- oh, I mean, I knew that. <laughs> I mean, granted, if Rafi would have said you have to be, I, or you don't have to, I'm like, okay, fine. But I like you. So I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Speaking of Rafi and doing things wrong and mixed up, let's do some shout outs, shall we? <laughs> sure. That was no segue. That made no sense. Do you have any shout outs? You're going to say call outs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That would have made much more sense. Uh, roll back the tape. Let's start over. <laughs> okay. Shout outs first to you for, for doing the show. And I know that sometimes it's hard to do something that you love to do when you're stuck in the middle of all the things that you have to do. So mm. I appreciate you taking time out to do that. Um, Rafi, whenever he decides to show up, thanks for that. Huh. <laughs> Lauren, of course, uh, for always wanting to talk to me and record. Bryce, Whitney, Leanne, basically everyone on the Facebook group. Yeah, shout out to you. Those are all very good shout outs. I need to do I just had a couple of additions. Uh, thank you for reminding me. I do have some shout outs that I shout out to the TNC. A couple of them will be actually, we're going to be having a couple of groups and hanging out soon. So some people will be coming out in July and August. And so there's some fun stuff looking forward to as long as a uh, knock on wood, none of us get sick. Shout out to East coast, Jen, or as she is now known, moist coast, Jen, shout out. Oh. To- <laughs> Sorry. I thought I had it on mute. I did not have it on mute. <laughs> <laughs> See, we gotta have the in the 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 real commentary, the real time commentary. I like that. Shout out to Trace just for just always being awesome and and he's doing some fun stuff in his life right now, which is like super cool. And I like that he shares that with me. Shout out to Superfan Megan. Thanks for being our only BFF hotline call. Damien, did you get scared off by Thursday? And also, or and also, hmm, no, 
I'm nothing. Shout out to Michelle Smith, to Paul, to you, Dr. Jen, for being here and just for your uh, everyday knowledge and uh, greatness. Shout out to Dr. <laughs> Angela, who was supposed to be here today in my backyard recording. Shout out to Joanna, who was also supposed to be here. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. But you know what? This is going to be amazing anyway. Shout out to Lauren Kelly, C. Mary Jane, Tamara Holler. Luke Chastain, uh, I think he's finally moved to the States. So I feel like, you know, this country's just gotten that much cooler already. That's what I've been feeling. Shout out to Adrian. Uh, you sent me some videos on Instagram and I was not able to open them. So I'm hoping that these aren't some messages you're trying to relay for this week. Um, but she did have some comments. She told me what her message was supposed to be. Some comments about snacks. And maybe we'll talk about that later. I wasn't prepared right now. Sorry about that. Shout out to Ulysses, Tim Ortez. Lil Rafi, Ray Morgan, Delaney, uh, Whitney, and Von Karma's Olive, and Sully for making an appearance last week on the Whitney C's Cues. That's about it for my shout outs. Okay. Oh, shout out to Leanne also, because I miss chatting with you. And being a part of the B team at least, at least allows me to hear you once a month. And hopefully, just so you know, mark your oh. calendar. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Jen, it might be coming up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> And I apologize in advance again. <laughs> <laughs> no way. It's always so much fun to hear you guys and not selfishly because I, it's nice to have a break, but, but yeah, I like hearing you guys. You guys have a good, oh, Pepsi. I'm just trying to take my pen. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you didn't write me down. Where's yeah, my she's, name? <laughs> she's like, uh, shout out. Okay. Pepsi, shout out to you. She just shook her head at me. All right. Shall we talk about Monday? <laughs> Sure. Okay. Pro wrestler RJ City was on at the beginning of the show. Allison, she's been doing this for a couple of weeks now that Tony's been gone. Mm -hmm. Bringing up what she usually does at the top of the show when Tony is there. So I wanted to get your thoughts about this. Well, I want to rewind it back just a little bit even okay. before the before the show Ooh, is the now yes. the unworthy stuff. Yes, yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we talked about that I'm last sorry. week a little bit. I said, but I know. I'm sorry. But, and I said unworthy. I meant upworthy. <laughs> but I called it childworthy last week. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah. but, but I would love to hear your thoughts on that too, because I don't remember Rafi really saying much. So I want to hear what you have to say. Surprise, surprise. Oh, gosh. She mentions it in her show usually too, right? Yes. Yeah. She plugs it at the end. Make sure and check out my other um, show. I don't know. You know how much it drives people too, rather than drives people maybe away. I don't know. I just don't see it being an effective use of time and resources. But hey, maybe I'm just bitter. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's just I'm grumpy or something. But I just, I always fast forward to the theme song. And I still listen to like the whole theme song every time. Oh, do you? Um, see, I don't I do. anymore because I'm already fast forwarding. I'm like, all right. And it well, used to be a whole thing where I was getting into the show. Like I'm getting into the mood to listen to Allison. Like I'm going to hear yeah. the show, like get the little, the shimmy. I did the whole thing. Yeah. Now it's like, all right, let's just get to the meat of the matter. And you know, I, I don't mind the commercial at the beginning if it's not for too long, even though she does plug it. If it's not, if she doesn't keep it on there for too long is what I mean. Like mm. have an mm -hmm. end point. I don't, and like you said, I don't believe it's effective to me. I'm just fast forwarding. But maybe it's because I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be on here for six months. And and I already know she has another show because I'm a fan of hers. So if I, I would like to know how many people it is steering 
towards their show. I mean, maybe they're like, eh, I've been wanting to check it out, but I don't know. And then they hear hear their rapport and they're like, oh, that sounds pretty good. Maybe I'll give it a try. It's possible. But maybe and but that's but also, minute amounts, I'm sure. But it also points to the fact that, you know, later on, like if she says like we're running out of time, we don't have time to say like a shout out to oh. Patreon people. Like to me, you have time to you can always post, right? You can always do it in post. True. To say that's here is your shout out or whatever. So to me, that seems more important to make sure you thank the people who are, if that's what you're saying, if that's your thing, I'm going to thank people, then that's something that you should do consistently, even if you have to take more time off there to kind of then put it in. So that's a very Uh, good point because she's very good about spending a lot of time plugging Patreon. So to thank people, and if you're not going to get to it, maybe don't mention it and just save it for the next time. Yeah, that's true. That is true because I know there's other things that I subscribe to and they, one of their things is like a Patreon perk is like, if you're new, they, they mention your name if you want. And there are times where they don't do it on the show, but they don't say they're not going to do it. Right. And yeah. I think it's one That's of those things where it's like, you just assume like, okay, they'll do it next time or. Yeah, exactly. They didn't get to it or yeah. whatever, but mentioning right. it is kind of like, okay. But you know, maybe that was just like her mental note outside of. Uh, True. You know, it could, out, it could be. But, I mean, um, it's easy as, for us to say because we're picking apart all of this uh, stuff. And, and, exactly. So we're just yeah. sitting at home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, yes. And, and I'm sure like, there's people yeah. picking apart this show, which I did want to co- go back a tiny bit to mm-hmm. Whitney C's cue from a couple of weeks. So I'm just finally catching up to like posting them places on Instagram and on the, in the Facebook group. And mm-hmm. there's been, th- these have actually stirred up some conversations, which is like, okay, finally, this is what I, this is the whole point of this. Because sometimes people will just like it. And some people will interact with it and then it just kind of sits there. This time there was some hubbub on, on a couple, but the one about the audio was interesting to me because I was prepared for more people to be like, eh, it doesn't really bother. Like, because my opinion was I don't, audio doesn't really bother me that much. I would rather have that than all the overproducted produced shows where mm-hmm. it's just too much stuff. And I kind of like that feeling of like it, how it used to be, like it kind of felt like a pirate ship type of situation uh-huh. where everyone's just kind of like right. in, literally in their backyard doing something. But there were more people that said, of course, for music, it's totally important. Mm-hmm. And for podcasts, it wasn't as much, but there was a lot of conversation just about bad audio and podcasts. And I thought, well, we have don't always have great audio <laughs> and we have issues all of the time because we are changing up how we're recording and we're mm-hmm. relying on people's Wi-Fi and their microphones and the combination of the two usually. And mm-hmm. So I'm so grateful that people even listen, but I do wonder if that's a part of why people don't listen to our show. I would imagine yes, because it seems it seemed to be some a bigger topic than I than I thought. That's interesting, and I guess it goes to also like, do you know the people that you're listening to, and do you have some sort of loyalty? Right. Not like you owe them anything, but like you're it's a familiarity, and like a little bit of audio quality won't bother you because you're interested in what the people are having to say. So that is such a good point because one of the people, and we know the person that is the biggest stickler for audio, and we always ask her for, mm-hmm. you know, her opinion is Lee Animal. And we should mm-hmm. call her Lee Audio because <laughs> she's like the biggest one. And she was the, the biggest one to speak out on this thread about how how important it is. So that tells me how dedicated she is to, you know, <laughs> our group and our friendship, like as this being something mm-hmm. that she actually really likes more than having to worry about the audio. So that spoke a lot to her, <laughs> you know, and I thought, oh, that's really nice. Right. So that was a very good point. But going back to probably what you did ask me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, what was it again? 
Oh, bringing up uh, Allison, bringing up what she normally does at the the top of the show with Tony, even though he's not there. And I know she's trying to set the scene and she's probably already talked with her guest. Hey, I usually have a producer here. Does she though? Because she doesn't even tell them how JMO's work and hey, go fuck yourselves. Like, (laughs) but how do we know? But how do we know? Like, sometimes I feel like she doesn't. Sometimes I feel like she probably does and the guest still doesn't get it. I'm Mm, not sure. mm, Yeah, maybe. But if she doesn't, then please go over it beforehand, which I feel like she would because she just. I don't know. In some ways, I feel like she has her checklist of things to do. Like yes. She's like or- organized in that way. But also, I don't need to know that. Like, I don't need to right. know. I don't. I like behind the scenes stuff, but not so it gets so drawn out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. do like behind the scenes stuff, but now you're telling yeah. people that listen every week what you normally do. We know because we listen. I, and I guess that's a hard line to draw because she doesn't know. But I think yeah. But then you're what setting them up so like later they're like, oh, she normally talks to Tony at the beginning of the show. I wish I would have had a heads up on this. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I think you know I get I mean? it. Yeah, I get it. It could probably it still could be there's still a place for it. It's just like the yeah. uh, duration of it. And yeah. I don't even mind if she does the joking like, oh, I'm talking to Tony and I talk for him. Yeah. Like, and if that goes on short, like short, but sometimes yeah. she's, she's like, well, normally I do this and then it goes on too long. And then the guest doesn't know when to talk. So then it kind of starts off the whole thing in a weird thing. Cause there was one guest that was like, so am I supposed to act like Tony now? Cause you're, she was asking questions like she was talking to Tony and then not saying anything. <laughs> so then it's like, yeah, this what, is an yeah. easy way to start the show. <laughs> And I really don't like saying bad things about the show or anything. I really do enjoy listening to it. Yeah. I just think, you know, some things is constructive criticism. I don't know. I mean, not like she listens to the show, but yeah. I hope she doesn't I think like, it, like part of what you were saying and part of I still it- like her. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually breaking up right now which is kind of perfect because she'll be like wait what yeah. did she say yeah i don't know did she say something positive about me no I that's okay i think because i was saying i don't want to be a critic you just cut be like you didn't want to record with him anymore i think that's <laughs> what it was <laughs> no i think that the, i think that the universe was like oh she's talking shit on allison and she doesn't want to get caught so i'm gonna get it you know cut it out <laughs> I don't know why it's doing that. If it does it one more time, I'll switch over to my computer, but I don't know why it keeps cutting out. So anyway. Okay. Okay. One of the main things about, I think her starting the show that way is she's a creature of habit and has, like you were saying, you have your notes of like what you normally do. And I feel like she Mm -hmm. just needs to go through those normal things to feel like it's a normal show. Even if, if that person's not even there. So maybe cut it down and like, there's a way to rework it. I think to still make it part of the show, but doesn't have to take over the entire beginning. Yeah. So RJ was back and apparently he was one of Tony's picks and I'm like racking my brain trying to remember him being on and I was flipping through my notes and I think I was in the wrong notebook, but I don't remember him. I remember there being a restaurant, but I don't remember someone named RJ. And I know this is going to be where Dr. Jen starts shaking her head at me. Like Mm -hmm. all I could think about, because I didn't know what his name meant. I kept thinking like I would have made a rim job joke for sure. If I would have been on the show that he was on before. That's where you're going. He was on a Thursday show. Right. And uh, that makes sense. And it must have been recent because Tony's picks that were those right, were right totally, before he left. Totally, totally. Yeah, like was that. It? I mean, um, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. And I remember him being RJ City being super funny and playing well with others. And yes. I was like, oh, I really like he's a he's a cool dude. Like, yeah, I liked him. I didn't get the same dynamic this time. And maybe because it wasn't Tony wasn't on. And maybe he, right. Maybe he needs more familiar dynamic, not. And also because you're letting Allison kind of run the show more. We're on Thursday, especially when there's people that know each other, they kind of 
lead the show. She'll lead oh, it, but they kind yeah. of take it and run with it. Here uh, it is. R- RJ City's mm. Wrestler Secrets, Brandy Posey's Roller Coasters, Allison's Haiku. That's like the first time she talked oh, about the haiku. Oh, okay. Then I was on that show. <laughs> okay. Then I did hear it. No. <laughs> I, and I must have talked about it. I think I was more interested in the fact that he was a pro wrestler and like yeah. talking about that. But I, I'm shocked I didn't oh. make a rim job comment because like I'm, I'm really immature like that. <laughs> and Moist Coast Jen, I'm sure if she was <laughs> listening to the Monday show, she'd be like, pro wrestler, rim job city? She would have. I, I guarantee it. Not only that, because we have inside jokes with the word city at the end of stuff, but also RJ, like that's what we call rim jobs. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh, maybe it's just an us thing. <laughs> Just me or everyone. (laughs) You thought RJ meant rim job city. Okay. So one thing I love about RJ, and I didn't really know this about him previously. So we did get to know a little bit more about him and his style and the things he's into. And he's into old timey things and combining old timey things with wrestling, which if I was ever into wrestling, I probably would be totally into this baby face, you know, character, but I'm not lobotomized. So I'm not going to be into wrestling, but so he was talking about the this hag exploitation, you know, exploiting the starlet of yesteryear that's sort of spent and thrown to the curb, uh, combined with a wrestler, which is like really funny. But also oh, he has uh-huh. apparently old timey terms, and he goes back to like Laurel and Hardy. But the word on the street is someone in this room may have actually seen one of these people, Victor Victor <laughs> Borga. In person, I don't know who, but I mean, let me know if anybody out there knows uh, even knows who this person is. It might have been me. It might have been me. <laughs> I had no clue who Victor Borga was at the time. It was at a community center theater. Oh, that's sad. Uh, no, but it was like it. It was in the city I grew up in, like a small one. It was the one outside of it. Mm. Almost, I think it might have been L.A. County. Anyways, it was either L.A. or. I mean, the it was a it wasn't like a small small like it was a pretty packed sold out like a three-story kind of thing oh okay and it was my grandma and my mom and me so I think they just took me along for some culture I don't know but my grandma was a fan of of him and later I saw like lots of infomercials on tv kind of selling maybe his video or something VHS kind of performance-ish but he's hilarious <laughs> or he was hilarious. He is I hilarious. never heard of this person. And now after this, I, I meant to look it up, but I just didn't have time to, because it sounds interesting and entertaining to at least see, to check out, but I had never heard his name and never heard of this concept. He, never heard of him at all. He is basically a piano comedian, like a pianist comedian. I don't know how you put it. A penis comedian, <laughs> a, P, a PJ comedian. A, a, a penamedi, a penamedian. <laughs> Piano media. Communist? No, not a communist. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, definitely not a communist. Well, was... do you know? Well, sure? I don't know. I, yeah. I don't. He is from Denmark. Not that that makes sense. Oh, here we go. Um, he would. I'll send you a video. Just basically play the piano where you think it's going to be serious and just throw in these quick, funny quips. And I don't know. It was a performance piece. It's nothing like I've seen before or since. But uh, yeah. It sounds pretty cool. Oh, God. I'm getting buzzed by a Japanese beetle. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said you were getting buzzed by Jeff. I'm like, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you hear any uh, vibrating noises, that's what that is. <laughs> okay. Speaking early. of uh, the meat of the matter, let's get to it. Um, 
If you weren't nauseated before, you are now. I hope you guys are all eating something like, oh, I'm not even going to say what. See, you don't even have to be here in person and you already got me in check. Kind of. You know what I mean? Enough. You're like saving myself a little bit. Enough. Enough. What is it when there's like the the end of the news, but you're like, no, that's the opposite thing I'm trying to say. You, that's just giving me enough to hang myself. That's not what it was. I was just going to say, like, is there a loosening term? But let's not talk about loosening either. Okay. Jeez. All right. See what happens. See what happens. Okay. It's like you and Cliff notes. You tell me not to do it. And all of a sudden, it's just <laughs> diarrhea of the mouth. And I'm just going to, like, son of a boom, son of a bang. Okay. Meat of the matter. How do you pronounce the color? <clears throat> How do you pronounce the color that they have spoken about on both episodes now? Of course, it's mauve. Yeah. I've never, like most of the people, I had You're never not heard a damn of fool. I'm not a damn comedian. <laughs> comedian. Can't, Canadian. <laughs> I'm neither of those things, really. Uh, I never heard mauve until uh, he said it. Um, I sorry. He <laughs> yeah, I've never heard mauve. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we we're like on video. Oh we're on video. It is. Oh my God. It just crash landed behind me. They, the problem is, is there, I've read up on it, why they are attracted to certain people. It's like certain scents you have in your lotions, like rose, they like that. And like certain other things, but they're also attracted to um, rotting fruit. So that are ripe fruit. So which one is you hoping it's the former, but maybe a little bit of both. I feel like this is where Rafi would be mean with a joke, but I can't find it. So I'm sure he's thinking mean thoughts right now as he's at home with not being on here. And also after he's listening, like just mean thoughts, just purely mean thoughts. Obviously it's a regional thing. And I did, I I don't, I guess we don't really have to talk about this on for the Thursday either. Cause it's, it was, we could kind of combine the two that it was revisited over on Thursday, but, and uh, what's his name? And Andrew on Thursday was, you know, mm-hmm. he seemed so surprised by so many things that like, wait, you guys don't, you do, guys have never heard this or, oh, you guys mm-hmm. do that. That's so strange. And it's just like, yeah, like American Americanisms are everywhere. Like our, our culture that we have is like woven throughout the world. So they know so many things that like, but stuff from Canada, how the fuck are we going to know about that? I mean, really? This is are you, I mean, Huck Finn is really showing through right now. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Do you remember when I got, uh, I was uh, received the Canadian quiz and I failed miserably and they thought it was hilarious that I didn't know certain things. And it's like, like what's a double double. And I'm like, that's a hamburger. And they, no died, they died laughing because of course my answer is, is a hamburger. And in Canada, it's some like coffee nonsense. So I'm like, well, yeah. I think it just points to the fact that Americans only care about themselves and we learn nothing about their culture. But so. the thing is like hamburgers came from Germany. So really all our culture is just a mixture of accepting everybody's cultures, but then bastardizing them <laughs> into our own uh, like Disneyland version of it. I wouldn't say accepting, I'd say stealing, but you know. Well, if they move the here and they show us their beautiful ways of a hamburger, is that stealing? <laughs> They're trying to share. (laughs) (laughs) Although the the first people to put cheese on it, us and LA is where the cheeseburger was invented. 
Oh my God. I, hopefully my audio is not be is horrible, but I'm like, I keep turning my head because this beetle is just circling around. My problem is because I have long hair, it gets stuck in my hair and I've had like trauma from being a kid and have being the kid with, you know, running around like a lunatic. Wait, can you say lunatics now? You can't we running around like a wild person. Is that okay? With wildly running around wildly running around with something stuck in my hair looking like uh i'm on fire or something everyone's like what's going on no it's just a giant bug stuck in my hair but also the buzzing just gets right under my skin anyway okay i thought i wasn't going to be distracted because i'm actually not even facing the backyard i'm facing the house but i'm seeing a reflection <laughs> of the bug behind me that's like that's the distraction are there any words that you pronounce wrong and know you pronounce it wrong like i think i'll give you an example um, and this is something that Rafi does. And it's something that I used to do, but we've talked about it. So it's not like I'm like, you know, you know, talking shit on him, but saying something like, and Allison does it too with, with cotton or cotton. And I used to do that, put D's for T's. And it's just like, well, I knew it was wrong, but it felt good to say it that way. That's just how I would say like fig Newton. Like that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, but are well, there any words like, I mean, mauve and mauve is just it's obviously, uh, I guess, regional and like whatever, but I mean, but also can, okay, sorry. I asked you one question, but like the main thing about this, because like, okay, it's regional. People say it differently and one's better than the other clearly, but who the hell's talking about this color? It's the grossest color on earth. Well, I think that's why Jeff said Pueb it's Pueble. <laughs> and I that can't say is purple like he did. I love yeah. Jeff Fox. <laughs> One more uh, reason why I love it. He, that, that was the only time I laughed the entire episode, I think. No, I'm just kidding. Stop it. Um, <laughs> I think uh, it's two different things, right? Like Mauve and Dawn and Dawn. I yeah. think they... I and honestly, there's two Canadians. At, oh my gosh, there's two Canadians. One oh on Monday, God. and one on Thursday. Yeah. And was it RJ that took her through on and off? Yes. Okay. So he had a great point. I and I think he helped me, like saying, like, okay, so it's Dawn, D O N, like D and on, and D yeah. and off. So it's Dawn right. and Dawn. Yes. Like I can, I can not only he- I can hear the difference always, but now I can say the difference. I and I why. can hear the nuances and I can say it differently, but if I'm yeah. just being lazy, it's going to be Dawn and Dawn. It's the same instead of I like Dawn and Dawn. But because if I try and overly do it, then I sound like I'm from a whole other state. Dawn. But you say Dawn and Dawn. Yeah. But also. And I do I hear the difference there. The things that I say wrong on purpose are things like you would say that are fun to say that way. Like instead mm. of Q, I say like Q-E-U-E. Like, cause it's just. <laughs> It's just fun to say. And That's I don't fun. I I don't think I ever say spaghetti. I always say sketty. Because who is gonna take the time to say spaghetti? Sketty. That's just I get, those are the two that come to mind. Those are I'd like to know what everybody else uh says for fun or maybe you say something wrong and you didn't realize you were saying it wrong and you've been called out for it. I don't think I have that. I definitely am sensitive to hearing when people say supposedly. And especially, oh, I love saying that. <laughs> well, because that can also go back to a friend's reference. Because when Joey's oh. like, supposedly, yeah, like he was like so sure. And oh, yeah, I know it's not supposedly, but it's fun to right. say. Yes. And like, is it a moot or a moot point? And all I would say, you know, the K N anything. 
I like instead of like knob mm. hill, I like to say knob hill. I okay. like to say knob. I say that knob. in my head for sure. Yes, it's so fun. Mm. So. <laughs> okay, hold on one second. I need to text someone. Yeah. Is that okay? All right. Two yeah, seconds. go ahead. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is so you don't have to edit you're welcome yes you are who's enjoying this song by me this is why i stay at home because nobody wants to get is she ready we don't know how much will she edit out i'm coloring on a paper doodling because i got detention problem she's supposedly done by now but i guess not <laughs> maybe she's just letting me sing let's <laughs> see what it's like when you have to record with brothy 100 percent. so for that was even chiming in more than he would have <laughs> true i'm sorry i'll be off you I work a lot. I'd wake up early. R- rap music and watches. Formula One and watch TikToks. <laughs> Literal TikToks, not the TikToks, but like the TikTok of a watch. Oh, TikToks are so lost year, like uh, Wordle. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, know why he just became like a valley girl or something. <laughs> okay. And just to finish up this topic, what do you actually think about the color mauve? Which is basically, is it like a dusty pink? Yeah. Like who, who's it, even, why? My like, grandma, why is this even, when, yes. My grandma, when we went to Victor Borger, probably wore something with mauve on it. Oh my like God, 100%. Yeah, right. That's the last time mauve was ever worn. And it was probably, yes. I mean, I see mauve once or twice a week and that's at my in-laws house because that's the color exactly. carpet exactly. they have from the 80s. So yes. I don't know why this is such a hot topic, but, but it does make me realize that I've never heard mauve. Do I care? Mm-hmm. Not really, no. but maybe there's other words like that, like Nutella. I don't think I was ever saying it right. I think I have, I think I would say Nutella. I think I would say like a combination of both, like Nutella, not Nutella or Nutella. It was some sort of a combination of both. But also um, I don't really love hazelnut spread. I think it's been fucked out a long time ago. So I don't really give a fuck, but anyway, <laughs> it's, good okay. on, it's good on craves with some bananas, I guess. But like, who's eating that? Okay. Did uh, they talked about wrestling? This is America. That's eating crepes. <laughs> give me your peanuts. Anyway. Give me your real chocolate. I don't want your damn combination. If, if if people are hearing this, they're only hearing one side of this conversation, and they're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> what kind of fascist podcast?" <laughs> yes. Speaking of red. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Just one last Great. thing on mm. wrestling is. Did you, did you have a upbringing of either watching wrestling, it being at least in your periphery and thinking it was real? Did you ever think it was real? Did you always know it was fake? Like what, what's your wrestling life? Definitely. Cause I think you're doing that later, right? You have a match. What the hell? <laughs> I like how that just went from zero to 60. Like that, that turn did not see that turn coming. <laughs> Definitely grew up with wrestling, glow wrestling, WWE, WWE, all that, all the dubs, you know, did I ever think it was real? I don't know. I think I've always known it was fake. I think maybe I didn't understand how real it was, mm, right? Mm, so how mm. how hurt they can get kind of thing. 
yeah it was on we watched it i would say my brother my older brother probably watched it so that i had to watch it because you know it's one tv so what are you gonna do yeah i think and then the i remember the whole women's wrestling came out where it's just the women's league so i like that better but yeah I don't, I don't know i wouldn't go to a wrestling match today so i think like most sports i would go because there's snacks and drinks like i wouldn't um, i wouldn't buy a ticket and be like Hey guys, I'm getting everybody together going to the wrestling match. Like that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Although I have that's, gone to like no. lucha, like go see some Mexican wrestling. That, that is now different. that is different. <laughs> that is different. That is yeah. That different. yeah. Yeah. Okay, this fucking thing. Oh my god, where is it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Just came right. I, I just want to murder happen. <laughs> You're gonna hear a smack at one of these. One of these times, so I'm probably gonna. Oh my god! Electric. Okay. Where's your electric thingy thingy? Oh my god! You mean my salt gun? No, don't you have one of the rackets? Oh, the that rackets. Are electric? No, I don't have those anymore. I use a salt gun now. Okay, it disappeared. Well, that's big enough to hit. You should get your salt gun out. Yeah, probably. The only problem Sorry. is buzzing me behind my head, so I'll have to like be like uh, oh. Annie Oakley and like do some real maneuvers. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think I always knew it was fake because it was so, so theatrical. It doesn't seem like it was right. real. And my brother and I, I remember we would watch it like when we were real little and we would just like pretend to be the wrestlers, like on my parents' bed and be watching and be like pretending to be them. But like yeah, where I, you would beat each other up? Yeah, but not like beating each other up, you know, wrestling moves. Like, you know, trying to, as much as you can when you're really little. It's just like pushing each other down and like rolling around and like trying to like do <laughs> flips and stuff, you know? And I'm pretty Great. sure I was the Iron Cheek, but um, I'm not sure. I, that sticks out of my head or you know or uh macho man or whatever the hell rafi would yeah. call me anyway uh no thank you no please oh please <laughs> there we go <laughs> See, no just, please just no please <laughs> <laughs> okay uh i think it's time to do oh wait did you have anything else for monday no i'm good okay I think it's time to do a little unworthy with uh, some wonderful person, Dr. J, and another wonderful person, LK. This is LK and Dr. J. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. With Dr. J and LK. Hang out with us. We're not worthy. Dr. J and LK. Hello and welcome to Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Hi, Dr. J. Hey, LK. Um, okay, so today we're going to be talking about. I don't have the episode dates. Um, okay, Harry Styles' teacher, optimistic women live longer, the jam of summer, and the other episode this past Saturday, uh, pre-internet nostalgia people who talk too much and MTV. So, okay. So Harry Styles was, I guess, in his hometown doing a concert and knew that his, one of his old teachers was in the audience. And so he like stopped the show to, to say like, is there, I think there's somebody special in the audience. And like, he wanted to, I guess, just like thank them for coming and, and thank them for, you know, being his, his cool teacher. Um, so that was pretty cute. Right. 
Yeah, I like that. I think there's only a couple of teachers I remember. And if I saw them, like, I think I'd want to say hello to them as well. And I guess some teachers I, I do remember that I wouldn't want to say hi to. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. And I know there was a thing with Adele too, when Adele was doing a, a concert and oh. like her favorite teacher ever was there. And that was like a super emotional thing. That was like a really good video that I yeah. saw. Um, and that makes me think of uh, Whitney and Leanne. I'm sure that their students will mm -hmm. always uh, remember and appreciate them. Sure. Um, this topic of optimistic women live longer. I didn't write any notes about that and I don't really remember much about, but they, they just kind of said that it like not depending on their situation or anything and not depending on like across kind of all all levels every like just if you're optimistic you will live longer so okay i'll try it told <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. me <laughs> okay and i'm kind of speeding through so that we can uh i shouldn't be watching the timer because the, no I'm don't watch the timer just go <laughs> <laughs> and then i forgot what this meant when i looked at the title but jam of the summer um oh hold on one second Noah. Shh. sorry about that okay <laughs> I was like, jam of the summer what's the jam of the summer and it was uh, what's that strawberry no <laughs> no <laughs> Um, it was about the babysitter who made a song about Victoria's Secret for the little, oh. for the young girl that she babysits because she like had a bad experience trying on a bathing suit. Someone made an awful comment to her. Um, and so it was this, this song about Victoria's Secret exposing that it's not even for women or by women. It's some dude that lives in Ohio trying to dictate, you know, how women are supposed to look uh and have super skinny bodies and big boobs basically um but it was a really funny song and really good song so yeah. uh worth listening to yeah i think it's nice that this uh person has a nanny in her life that is young and and, and can relate to them in such a way that they're able to introduce ideas that maybe they would scoff at if their parents had told them, but because she presented it in such a fun way, it may kind of uh, flip a switch in her brain to be able to think, uh, yeah, it's preposterous. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice that like kind of, it's not cool to just try to be, you know, that way. Like it's, it's cool to be yourself. Hopefully. Right. <laughs> you only have your kids in the house for so long before they are going to be influenced by the outside world. And during that time, you're trying to raise them as humans and not inflict trauma by telling them you don't have to be this way kind of thing. Like just allow them to grow and still have these uh, values and confidence. And that's hard because, you know, once they're five or six, they're out in the school. And I've even heard uh, eight year olds another eight-year-old chunky and Ugh. i can't because one who cares like yeah and what's your point but uh -huh. two like oh it's it's uh, yeah so i'm glad that she has this person in her life and that they could use social media for good and spread awareness to other 
kids probably feeling the same thing. Totally. Yeah. Um, okay. So on the next show, they talked about pre-internet nostalgia. Um, do you have any, any things that you, that you miss about the pre-internet days? I know you're so young, so I don't know if you can remember. <laughs> uh, to be young. I think that one of the things they said that I related to was being able to be present in the moment. Uh, of course, yeah. I mean, we've always had distractions. Of course, you know, people are like, oh, why is your nose always in a book? Why don't you look from, up from it? Or why is your, you know? So I think there's always been a distraction, but like when when you're somewhere, you're there. You're not anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, and I, before all this, I did limit my use to Instagram for 15 minutes a day. My phone tells me, hey, you're running out of time, and so that way I only use it. Like I try to use it only at night. I don't wake up with social media anymore. I don't try to do that. Uh, so I do miss just being there and just being, cause you know, if it's an emergency, I'll hear about it. Yep. So that, that was nice to, to hear that. Yeah. You know, you're, you're hanging out with your friends when you're young, you mm -hmm. don't want to worry about your friend who's taking a picture and posting it, like of what you're doing. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd say just being there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what kind of Allison and Todd were saying too. Like, and he was like, you know, back then it was like, whoever you were with, you were with. Right. Uh, and then Allison was like, I'm never with who I'm actually with. I'm with strangers on Twitter. And she she said, she like, she's like, what I'll do is I'll close Twitter and then I'll oh. open Twitter. I'm like, oh I found, my gosh. I have found myself doing that with Instagram, not lately, yes. but like before, like you close it, I'm like, okay, let me go check Instagram. I'm like, you yes. got me. You're just here. <laughs> what are you doing? I'll oh, usually man. close it too when I see something that I don't like and yes. I don't want to see. And then I'll open it and I'll be like, ah, this again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they suck you back in yeah. do, you miss any, do you miss anything else or the same thing um I was, I was talking to Rafi the one day I don't remember how recently it was it feels like recently and I said one thing was like you couldn't just look up whatever whenever so like uh, I remember okay. being like a little kid and being like having a question about a movie or a tv show and so like my parents would be like let's call timmy my mom's cousin because like he knows everything about movie and tvs it was like phone a friend on who wants to be a movie or something like if if i wanted to know a random thing like oh who can we call to check about this you know that's funny yeah i get that that that's cool yeah okay we've got less than a minute um they did talk about mtv uh, how they had to change their business model because being the music that people wanted uh, wasn't working. Um, and yeah, I don't have much to say about that. No. They explained it pretty well. And oh. what was that? What? What? Oh, about MTV? No, 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 I have nothing to say. What else? What else oh, else? oh, oh. Um, and people who talk too much. It's hard to get out of a conversation. Okay, with that sounds good, Lauren. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's very frustrating, but I'm pretty good at that because I really value my time and I'm out. If someone's doing that to me, I'm like, nope, I can't. <laughs> and I appreciate Allison saying that she has empathy for those who can't realize that they're doing it. Totally. Good. Uh, th this past week has sucked, but it has for everybody. So that's all I have to say. Same. Well, you're the best, Jen. You too, Lauren. <laughs> all right. Thank you and good night. Good night. <laughs>
Wow. I mean, you know, I never thought Lauren would be so controversial. But <laughs> I <it> kind <laughs> of was shocked by that, to be honest. You know, I think it's Rafi's influence, honestly. That's what it is. See, one bad apple. <laughs> Spoils the whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love you guys. All right. Shall we talk about Thursday? Sure. All right. We were her little strawberry pretzel salads sent in by John Yardley on Patreon. I have thoughts. I have many thoughts on this. I have thoughts, though. <laughs> okay. You tell me your thoughts. One, I feel like that carb could have been sent in by you. It just feels like a Lisa mm, carb. Mm, mm. Also, okay. Okay. My, my thought did directly go towards a green salad and mm. then took to it, which you mentioned the gelatin could be in, in it. Yes. So... I do these things. I feel like Lisa would serve at a party, whether it be ironically or not ironically. <laughs> Don't know. Could have been a theme. Okay. Put put fruit all in my green salad. Yes, please. Mm. All day. Yes. With the, with the candied pecans. Yes. And, oh my god, my voice just cracked. Like I was. I don't know what was happening. Sorry for my little oh, my oh moment. Jeez. I'll do feta or gorgonzola, but yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Give it to I me. I don't do. I don't mess with gorgonzola or blue cheese but the and then the strawberries and then the, like a little bit of arugula like just mm, give it all that yes. yes but i don't want pretzels in anything okay unless it's by itself with chocolate those are my thoughts Ooh. okay so i had all of those same exact thoughts when i first heard of this thing now this goes back to butter butterscotch haystack fame becky milliner so when she was sending in carbs all of the time, she and I would text back, text back and forth. She doesn't listen to this show, but she listens to Allison's show. And then she'll, she asked me for my phone number one. And so every once in a while I'll be like getting a text from her and then she'll send me recipes and like whatever. So one day she was saying, oh, there's this recipe for something called a strawberry pretzel salad. I'm going to you know, you should totally make that for, I don't know. It was a few years ago. And I was just like, why hasn't she sent this in? So I was tempted to send it in because I'm like, this is a perfect carb, I think, because it's different. And I know that's like yeah. not what you're supposed to do, according to Ray Morgan. Uh, it's just supposed to be something plain. No, I'm just kidding. It's just to get it red. So um, <laughs> so I never put it, I never submitted it because I'm like, she's the one that gave me this recipe, even mm. told me about it. It's like some family thing that they always, it's like a, I think it's like a popular Southern thing. So they're, it's at every, you know, cookout or barbecue or whatever. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to try and like steal her thing, but if she's not going to put it, then do I just leave it there and look at here, looky here, <laughs> Lucky now, here. <laughs> now it's gotten red and it was neither of ours, but she did send me the recipe a couple of years ago and I finally made it last year. It is delicious. I, in my mind, I thought pretzels in a salad and fruit, like sounds stupid. I immediately so was it like, is that a green salad. It no, is a green salad. it's not. Oh, it's a whole oh, no. other thing. It's a oh, whole no. other it? thing. It's okay. actually something you would probably really enjoy. And I made two versions of it. I made up my own version after I made it originally, but it is of like, um, yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're doing is, is you're making a crust with the pretzels. You're, cr you're kind of crushing them with butter and sugar and putting it in the bottom of a, of a pan. Okay. Then you do like a layer of, uh, jello, like a strawberry mm. jello. And then you do a layer of like cool whip or something. You put it all in the freezer. So you cut it into the, it's kind of like a freezer pot, freezer cake or whatever they're called. Um, this sounds like a hick version of a cheesecake. Yes, totally. So what I did, because I didn't, I don't love jello and the layers, it kind of got like, you know, jello has that texture. So now yeah. you have like the smooth kind of cool whip and the cool whip I mixed with 
something else too, like Jello mix or something. I don't know what it was, but anyway, it is a hick version of cheesecake. But um, but the salty, buttery crust of the pretzels, I was like, that would be so good to do with like a key lime pie or like a lemon mm-hmm. curd pie mm-hmm. or something like that. But um, mm-hmm. so I made my own version where I mixed I mixed the Jello and the strawberries and the cool all together. So it was just two layers, and that was much of a better texture for me. Um, but it was quite good. So uh, I don't know why they call it a salad. I think that part is misleading. Much like nutritional yeast, need to get back oh, to the uh, drawing board on the uh, naming stuff here, guys. Uh, the, drawing, the, the drawing board, the drawing, 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 yeah, the drawing, drawing, <laughs> dry it out. Um, <laughs> and I like to do drawings. I, uh, I yes. That, um, well, you know, my name is Simon. <laughs> <laughs> only you are the only other person that yeah. would get that. Thank yeah. God you're on yeah. with me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just me and you here now. Yeah. Um, I, I don't enjoy Jello because I don't enjoy the texture of it, yes. and I also don't enjoy bone marrow. I just true. Don't. And I think um, they have vegan versions of Jello gelatin. Interesting. But I don't uh, know. Like how they have marshmallows, kind of like the same thing, but I don't. Oh, right. But I, I feel like that's something my kids would like. Oh, yeah. And you can make like little individual yeah. ones, like in um, like mm, muffin tins or something, right. and then just have like the whole thing in your face. It, I, it's, it's quite a good the whole thing in your face. <laughs> it's, yes, it's quite a good um, combination of flavors. Was yeah, this the like Jello. a 70s thing where they would call it things salads when they must- weren't? Oh my gosh, you're probably right. It's like it's went from being a terrine to a salad. I I don't yeah, know. Right. I think so. But I'm gonna say if you put it in, if you, not anyone else, yes. if you okay. made it and you put it in front of me, I take a bite. Okay, next group recording. Um, I'm making strawberry pretzel salad. As long as it's vegan. Yes, I'll make it vegan. <laughs> I, okay. I don't know. Um, if, yes. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I can make it vegan. I can do anything, baby. <laughs> i mean vegan stuff has come a long way vegan butter i was like damn shit's good it's full of saturated fat so it's good. yeah and salt mm, so oh, good. Yeah, salt. okay all right so andrew hunt casey st Ange, and jeff were on this episode andrew first talked about being in a punk band when he was in high school called lupus with <laughs> an anarchy symbol and of course the only reason why I'm mentioning this, well, because I talked about, it, but it's also a Seinfeld reference and it wouldn't be oh. me and it wouldn't be like Rafi would be like, this would probably be the only thing he'd want to bring up. And there would be like no reason for it, except for the fact that we want to say Seinfeld in, in the episode. But it is kind <laughs> of funny. I mean, you think about the 90s and the band names that came out then were so mm. different than now. Oh. I, I remember my <laughs> I had this boyfriend. <laughs> well, first of all, he was in a, a really good band. But then he was doing like a side projects with like some other guys that, and their bands sounded more like probably like, like fat records bands, like Lagwagon or no effects, like that kind of like sounding mm-hmm. band. And they, yeah. and they named themselves the Gynalotrimin. Oh, geez, Louise. I was like, okay. It's a, it was a hard difference, like a hard turn from the band he was actually in, which is like a grindcore band, <laughs> like way different. That reminds me. So in, in saying things, pronouncing things differently, you said it's L with an anarchy sign, but wouldn't that just be lapis? Not no, it was lupus, L-U-P-A-S. Oh, okay. Yeah, I put the, yeah, I put the, I'm like, what? I don't get it. 
but that reminded me because later uh, and he said oh i love a good mayo sneak and that's a good gamay oh that's a perfect 90s like ska <laughs> band mayo sneak or like yeah oh that's good did i write that down i must have because <laughs> i have some beef with this but anyway yes <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll sneak mayo in later but yeah. Uh, and then Casey is on Billy, Busy Phillips, or I guess our co-host of uh, podcast. Have you ever listened to this podcast? Yes, that's one I listen to almost every week. Really? Okay. Yeah. And it's oh, sometimes it's two to three hours long. Whoa. So and then they're also is, doing like the newsletter thing on top of that? Like uh, they, they haven't need... figured that part out. Oh, yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're thinking about it, but they right. have enough content to think about it. They do. They, Busy and Casey, because Casey was the, she the showrunner mm, she's the so. showrunner maybe of her show which also got brought up because greg worked in the same building for the same mm, company right. as you know busy and casey and casey has been on a couple other shows too of people that have been on allison's show like add to cart a couple more i can't think of right now but andrew hunt i was wasn't aware of who he was but andrew and jeff and casey together i thought was a very like wholesome vibe I agree. Kind of thing. Yeah. And I felt like they were all of the same references and pop culture knowledge. And And the same like witty timing. Yeah. Yeah. So they could get each other's jokes, not only get the jokes, but like respond accordingly. (laughs) So it was like a nice smooth. um, It was a good dynamic and and it was a good group of people. Yeah. Uh, Busy Phillips is doing her best to start off as a show with three people on it. Um, with Tara 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 on it who is a writer and a comedian and she used to work for their show on the on the e-network and then she went off and I said I think I started working on a couple different shows so she left so now it's just busy and Casey and for a while they had guests on talking about like how they would pivot how they would have to do a major pivot in their lives but now it's them bringing up um, what's important what's going on in their lives as well as important uh, topics you know, for example, Roe versus Wade being oh, overturned, yes. that kind of stuff. So, which, you know, if you were to say, you know, hey, go fuck yourself, it'd be the That you know, would be a perfect one. So people. they have a well-balanced uh, sort of topic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I'm always resistant to listening to podcasts with famous people on them. Because, but I feel like Busy Phillips isn't And I think famous. it's just because I know her name that I'm like, eh, I'm already not going to like it. Which She's like I, a working actor. Yeah. yeah, true. And I'm just not, um, I hold myself back from probably things that I would like because of that. And that's not a great mm-hmm. thing. So the fact that you listen to it makes me think, okay, I should probably give it a listen. Well, um, I wouldn't listen to like a Conan O'Brien podcast or whatever. Right. I see. But Busy what like, Phillips, yeah. I, I knew from, I knew from, I knew her name, but yeah. I got to know her when she would, when she first started with Instagram stories. And she was just saying things that no one else was saying. And that was relatable because everyone else on Instagram wants to like protect their image and yada, yada. And she's like, F that, like I got stuff to talk about. Uh, So that's just why I I enjoy her. Yeah. Her and Casey together. And I know. And I really, I really like Casey. I do too. I, and I, um, I know busy from freaks and geeks. So that was my first foray. I can't, I can't that show. I can't. I, I love it. And I think it's because it's weird how it's supposed to be seventies, but it reminded me so much of the 90s and my high school experience that it was just like it felt like it was 90s to me even though it was not <laughs> I mean it's the show from what I could watch seemed very well written and definitely 
of the time and portrayed it very well and that's what I don't like like I don't want to watch mean things happening especially Mm. the kids and I hate that drama so much that you know that's why I don't watch shows about like oh momming I'm a mom I don't need to watch more content about how how things can be shitty sometimes (laughs) being a mom uh and that's why I don't listen to like mommy podcast you know I don't Mm. do that you know what I don't either and I don't even when I was like um before there were podcasts, but reading books on parenting and no, all these you. other things are on when you're pregnant, what to expect, like all of those books. I was like, I'm not going to make myself crazy with all of this. I might either get too much information and, and make myself crazy thinking something's going to happen, or mm-hmm. it's just too much information, like as to, like yeah. a need to know basis. I, I, That's I have an yeah. issue. I will look yes. into that issue. I don't need a exactly. broad umbrella of yes. like, all of this stuff could happen. And this is all the thing. Yeah. like, I, yeah. One That's of my exactly favorite things, what I do. yeah, was when I had the kids, everyone's always like, oh, it's so great when you have a friend that has kids too, and they know what you're going through. And I was like, in my mind, I think that's true. But my experience was that I had a friend that didn't have kids that hung out with me all the time. And that was so much better because we weren't sitting around talking mm. about like, oh, this and that. And like, I didn't need to vent about stuff. It was like, okay, I'm being a mom, but she was sucking my mind off of like still having fun and like doing stuff and mm. not being focused on just talking about like what brand diapers and like, what are we doing? And like, this is that, you know, there's a place and time for that, but I didn't want to be my whole yeah. life. <laughs> I could see that. I could definitely yeah. see that. I don't think I have any friends. That are- <laughs> I just got lucky. Yeah. Like she, it was just the timing and she it was also just happening to be unemployed at that time. Just like for, mm-hmm. I don't know, like there's a certain amount of time that she was just kind of like in transition. And I was like, this is perfect for me. Cause I've got a friend, an adult to talk to. And yeah. she and I would like walk and get lunch with the kids. Although she liked being around, like she loved the kids. So it was like a perfect, yeah, you know, combination. So I would go out with other moms that had kids the same age. Like I, my friend and I had kids at the same time, like months apart, two kids at the, you know, the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, our friendship, we're not really like close anymore, but like also just there became like um, uh, competition and mm. a little bit of jealousy and a little bit of other stuff where it's just like okay this is just uncomfortable and I don't want to like always be talking about kids stuff because that's what happens yeah and of course the, my kids are my life I mean let's be honest like my whole life is revolved around being a mom but it's nice to have a distraction sometimes <laughs> yeah I think that's why some people enjoy like going back to work because they can have adult conversations yeah yeah and that's and this that's actually what led me to podcast because being at home all the time I was listening to talk radio to have adults adult voices mm-hmm. so I was just always had talk radio on in every room and then when podcast came around I was like this is a godsend right here you know um, yeah because the content was a little bit more it was more you know than just listening to talk radio and what they're allowed to say it was like you could say whatever you want and people are talking about stuff that they don't talk about on the radio and it, that was cool yeah so uh guess what it's shorts weather is here <laughs> I like how Allison was like, it, mm, it's shorts weather and it's, and it's, I'm like, yeah, uh, summer started a couple of days ago. So, and you live in California, it is definitely shorts weather. I have to say it's my second favorite time of year. As far as like, as soon as I can start wearing shorts, I'm so excited about it. Mm-hmm. But, but my real favorite time is when it's to me, I call it, it's Pendleton, it's Pendleton weather. And that's probably nobody else in the world says that, but it's just, you know, <laughs> my specific kind of flannels that I wear, but like when it's that time, it's not too cold. And it's not warm, but it's just enough chill that you have a little light, like wool layer. And I'm like, oh, that's like so dreamy to me. But I don't, I like wearing shorts. I, I, my shorts keep being shorter and shorter. 
<laughs> but, but also like just probably because I'm more comfortable with my legs than like the other parts that are still covered. But they also talked about rompers and Casey was giving, uh, you know, everyone a little bit of knowledge about, you know, the reality of wearing rompers and I'm all about yeah. them. I'm obsessed with them. I have, and people probably think I wear the same one all the time, but I have so many in different, like I'll get the same one in multiple colors. I'll get ones that look exactly the same, but it's totally different company, a tiny bit different of a cut. And I'm like, no, this is different guys, <laughs> but like, I'm obsessed with them, but going out in a romper or overalls of whatever you're getting naked when you go to the bathroom. It is true. And the last like I mean, few that I've worn, I'm not wearing underwear or a bra because you can see the strap or the line. So I'm like, well, well, I hope that the zipper works when I put this back on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing with overalls though, right? I mean, you had to yeah. take those yes. down to your to your And ankles. by the way, the yeah. overalls of the nineties, like my Dickies that I still have is way more fabric. It's much like uh, Casey's yeah. pants that she was wearing. So that was yeah. on the floor. When I'm wearing a romper, it doesn't go on the floor. I'm not like a kid. I don't yeah. take my clothes entirely off. Like I just pull them right. down. Like you would pull down the shorts, but, but right. yeah, you're complete. You're a hundred percent exposed. Yeah. I don't, I don't mess with rompers or overall. Yeah. I don't think that would be weird. Just be sitting there like either your bra or your boots on. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I had this the other day and I was oh. just like, well, this is very weird, but like, it's funny because you're you're naked from the bottom down anyway when you're in the bathroom but for some reason when it's combined with the top it's like but like oh your titties are out in the air like they're yes. just hello air you know <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> uh, you know i i always come to you for these like words of wisdom and <laughs> your you're right. titties are out in the air it's your words of <laughs> and you always you never disappoint you always have just what I need to hear. <laughs> and you know, because summer is just now starting and I have so many rompers that still need to go out or the other ones I've worn, they're coming out. They're just, I'm going to think about you every single time I'm in the restroom. <laughs> you know, life mission achieved. Yes. <laughs> so the main reason why Andrew doesn't like to wear shorts is because he is uncomfortable with certain things on his legs with the spider veins. And, you know, there's certain things about mine that I, I, I'm bothered by, but I'm just like, I just don't care. It's kind of nice to be comfortable and not care so much. Yeah. But he was talking about how a kid told him when he was younger, like sort of a bully kid that mm -hmm. you're only cool if you wear your socks down. And, and by the way, it seemed like he had a lot of things like this that, that were peppered into this whole episode. Right. But I'm wondering if there's, and this is so true in so many respects, but there are certain things that you're told by a cool kid when you were younger that stick with you and I'm wondering if there's anything that ever like unless you were that cool kid bullying people around okay um, um you're wondering what what my uh, pickle butt moment was yeah, yeah it's like what's your pickle butt moment <laughs> I, you know I was thinking about this like what's one thing somebody told me that stuck with me I don't know if it was a particular I think I was just aware of how you should do things mm. in that time yes like yes. you have scrunchy socks your socks need to be scrunched yes okay now why do we have so many sock movements between you know the 80s and now right. i don't know but the leg warmers the slouchy yes. socks then you had the right. knee so the knee socks then i had the thigh sock the, the thigh highs of the 90s like they're all over and the then place. the stirrup pants oh, so God. i think yes. i was just aware of how things should be and i would say i was aware of it but my execution was always you know, not the nailed it, but the yeah, like the off version of almost nailed it. Oh my God. You know, I, like, I, you and yeah. I would have been friends. I was the knockoff version of nailed it 
all of yeah. the time. And I've mentioned right. before about like, I knew what was cool. And then I knew what I was never going to be bought by my mom. Like, so right. I had to find somewhere in the middle to like, try and look like I fit in yeah. and not, and not be called out for wearing your socks wrong or like whatever, but I'm wearing, I'm wearing everything right. Just in the, I'm wearing things correctly, but not the right things. Like the knockoff guess jean jacket, jean skirt that had a triangle, but it was called palmettos, not guess. And then hearing people like, and thinking I was a shit with my like coral matching jean like denim outfit and then getting yes. to school and hearing people whisper that like <laughs> it's not even guess or whatever it's just like fuck I can't win here you know the baggy jeans but yeah. going to like the Levi boot bar to find baggy jeans not the place to find baggy jeans you know yes uh, <laughs> the, uh, rust- the rustlers right yeah exactly um the Kirklands yeah I definitely yeah I don't but there's nothing that anyone said about there, of course, there's things that people say about your body, like, oh, look at that thing on your thigh or whatever. Oh, like, yes, I don't know, yes. pick a body part. or. But I think that's good and bad, right? Like, oh, if someone tells you the boyfriend you have is like, you have the most, I don't know, this dumb stuff. You have the yeah. most perfect lips. You have the most perfect nose. Like, that's things that will stay with you, even like just because they said it at the time it was formative. But in the other thing, if they say, oh, why do you have that bump in the middle of your thigh? Why do you have those veins in the back of your knee? Like any of like in the things that he was saying, I, yeah, I, but I, now that I'm you know older, I don't really, I don't care anymore. I can agree with that. And I remember being so consumed with it. And, and, and I definitely still remember people asking me like, are you Jewish or did you have your nose broken? Like that, those are things people would ask me or like yelling, I've had people yell at me driving by that I was a fat bitch. <laughs> like things like that, where I was like, wow, okay, like, thanks. And it's interesting, right? Because you look back at those pictures of you then, right? And you think, right. I was not fat. So then that makes me think, okay. Oh, yeah. Someone told I me I should do cocaine that. because that would be a good diet for me. They're like, that, these yeah. People. Like, yeah. If, or, do you think you need to lose any weight? And I'm like, well, yeah, of course. Like, well, if you did it, if you did, like, I think they said, oh, maybe it was, I was back in the um, meth days. Like, well, if you did meth, mm. you know, you could um, lose some of that weight. And I was just like, okay. But like, even in high school, like, I'm sure I'm smaller. I was smaller then than I am now. It's like, yeah, I was considered so right. fat. And that's part of obviously where I grew up a little bit, but yeah, um, right. also just people, for some reason, high school people are mean. And, but also things that stuck with me, like I had uncles like call me oh, out yeah. for, for being fat in front of like the entire family. Like, wow, you really yeah. got fat. Like, two separate times that happened to me. So like those things being told to you at formative years. And then when people that you're dating say stuff like that, yeah. and you're like, right. it must be true. How are all these people saying the same thing? Even strangers on the driving by on the street. Like, because we, they all grew up in this misogynist yes, patriarchal yes. world, but also you weren't right. So that makes you think now, like, well, if yes. I wasn't then, then why, if I think I am now, then I'm probably not. But also at the end of the day, if I am so, like, and that's, I'm finally getting to that point of like, well, of course it's easy for me to say, cause I lost 50 pounds. So it's easy for me to be like, well, I feel pretty okay. Like I would like to lose like five to 10 more, but like, I'm okay, kind of feeling comfortable, which is like the first time I could say that in like 15 years of feeling that way. But I still, like you said, I still have that in the back of my head of like, but if this, but if that, and, and also my age, I'm like, eh, kind of don't care. Like, I just kind of don't care. Like wearing short shorts, like, okay. 
whatever. Like, and I have like all these stretch marks on my arms and like, I, I'm never wearing a bikini. So that's just out of the question, but, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, but again, like, okay, but you know, but yeah, it, I could just say who Allison, cares and go out, but yeah. But Allison saying like, Oh, shorts, like, uh, here's the thing. It's hard. You just got to buy clothes that fit you. That it is a good point. It makes, it sucks that, Hey, it may stay on the label a certain number or a certain letter. Yes. But but in the end, there's nothing wrong with being fat. There's nothing wrong with being skinny. There's nothing yes. wrong with yes. however your body is. So if you find a good pair of shorts that might be a size two and you're mad because you can never like have a booty or gain enough weight mm-hmm. and feel like mm-hmm. no one's like making fun of you because you're skin and bones. Or if it happens to say like 18, it doesn't matter what it says. Do you feel good in it? Like, does it fit good? That's and a not very even good like point. how you look in the mirror. Who cares and I'll about see that? women who are overweight with this confidence that is just like that's the kind of confidence you need to harness it's just sort of like I don't care I feel good and I'm wearing what I want to wear and that that is such an attractive quality instead of like the the shrinking away yeah what is there to care about though yeah you know what I mean and also when you're a kid of course you're it's like all-consuming it's like yeah oh this is all I care about this is like people what people think and like how and then as you grow up, you start to not care, but you still have that inner narrative and that like things that people have told you, they're like still being told to you. Like, but also it's not your inner narrative. It's inner people's voice. That's very you. true that have yeah. beaten it into your brain. Where yeah. It's just like, you have to unlearn that. And to, because I, I do have conflict in myself because I'm like, eh, I don't really care. But then I'm like, no, I do. And it's like, yeah, these two people that are like fighting them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But um, I'm starting to care more, le- less. So that's good. That's growth. I mean, I'm middle aged, so it's time. You <laughs> <laughs> sound like you're giving up. I think it's time. To, I think it's time to care about how you feel, not how you look. That's yes, all. yes. I, the, and um, I've wanted that for so long and not really been able to figure out how. And I'm finally, I'm finally getting in touch with my feelings on many levels, which is very uh, good. It's hard, but good. <laughs> yeah. So you had talked about this whole knowing what a brothel was at a certain age that Allison was. (laughs) I have talked about knowing what a brothel was. (laughs) That's one way to put it. (laughs) And at what age that you know what this term means? And I guess Allison said she was at a hotel with her family at around 12 and saw some writing on a notepad that said she thought it said hair pin louis and she immediately thought it meant brothel so i have a couple of issues with that because i don't wait wasn't it like hairpin beauty oh was that no hair... i don't know i don't know I either don't... way yeah would those words right. lead you to a brothel no matter no. what age you were so that leads no. me to i don't know why she connected those i mean that is like stretch of like these weird words on here and must be someone was going to a brothel before it was probably like an after school special that she watched and it was just some sort yes. of like oh and like a some sort of a, an investigative, you know, act, oh, yeah, uh, I was gonna show, the like combination, show, like, a, like yes. babysitters club. They're on to the, they're on to the next exactly. case. And yeah. um, it must've been a brothel. Um, or maybe not they like babysitters, but the other one, the at flowers in the attic kind of thing. Right? Yes, yes, like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering, and words like this, I, do you remember what age you were when you knew what the concept of a brothel even was? Or like even, cause that word is kind of antiquated anyway, sounding. But the only time I ever heard that word later on in life was when my friends lived in Nevada and they said that 
they call ugh, this is so horrible that high school the high school girls will were brothel sprouts what does that mean like they're growing into being adults that work at the brothels wearing brothel sprouts? no they're called brothel sprouts oh that's sad instead of brussels sprouts they're brothel sprouts oh is that horrible like that's the only feature that, that they're gonna have out in perump i mean that's kind of true but it's either that or have a beef jerky stand or fireworks. So I think I what I was saying in the dream team text messaging, text messaging is I think the, like the whole madam brothel thing with Heidi Slice. And I looked it up and it was, let's see, 1995. There's a documentary made about it. So oh, maybe like right. in the 90s, right? Heidi so, Slice and the madam or right. whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I guess I like 22. Like she was she was kind of a part of all of that right so maybe that's where I learned about that stuff but then again I don't I don't know that it's such a weird term but also maybe even later than that and um what was that like the musical oh the doll uh, uh the whorehouse the uh, best little no. whorehouse in Texas oh <laughs> yeah no that's not my <laughs> no, I mean, even more, no, I mean, yeah. oh yeah, my favorite, my favorite. That's oh, probably no. where I heard uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. It was even more like modern than that. It was the one that um Ewan McGregor was in. Oh, I have no idea. With Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Oh, Ice White. Uh, no, not Ice White. Shot. Um oh. oh Moulin Rouge. Can you hear that? Okay. Moulin Rouge. Yeah. That's, a little bit. That's, that's a squirrel and and blues making friends. Um what is it squeaking? It's running up the the um, phone pole and blues at the bottom of it. And it's squeaking. It's chirping at her. <laughs> it's wagging its tail and chirping. So when you said this, I flashed back to trying to remember when I first knew this term. I don't know if I knew that term first, but I remember the first time I visited Colorado, that was like our family vacation that we were going to do every year until my mom and stepdad got divorced. So we only went twice, but we went to a little town called Silverton. So we had to take the train like through the mountains into this little town. And there was a restaurant there that we went to go eat at. And they're like, oh, this used to be a whorehouse. And I think like, I think I was probably like sixth or seventh grade, but I must've heard of something like that before that didn't even know what that kind of meant. But I still kind of had like, what does that even mean? You know? Right. But I also yeah, shared I think there's what, a lot of things like that. Yeah. We, we heard, but yes. don't know what it means. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, I kind of know what they're talking about, but I don't know. Like I remember first hearing the term virgin in flash dance, not flash dance, wrong one, footloose. And she's in church and she's like, you know, I'm not a virgin. And I was just like, she's not like part of the, you mean like she's not part of the church? Like she's not an, a- I, an angel? Like I didn't understand <laughs> what she meant by I'm not a virgin. But um, now like, oh, okay, that was pretty spicy. Anyway, let us know uh, when you guys first heard of the term brothel or uh, other terms that are similar. Hello. Yes, he's back. <laughs> back again. again. <laughs> wow, we got you to sing twice. <laughs> So we can go for a third beautiful beautiful totally beautiful i know that the audio is gonna be different but oh well it actually sounds good okay good yeah i don't i, I we probably uh wrapped up that topic but i did want to ask you because we talked about this on another episode uh, a couple of weeks ago or maybe last week is young crushes and i'm wondering what your young crushes were because they, they had talked about a little bit about that this episode what were yours <sighs> I don't really, anybody famous, I do remember writing down in a journal when I thought a boy was cute, maybe in like, I don't know, 
fifth grade, fourth grade, something like that. But I didn't dare what my journal read. So I would write the name down and scratch it out, you know? Oh. <laughs> so only I knew um, that person's name. And then maybe high school, I would have crushes on, you know, just people in high school. I'm trying to think, oh, I think your general like Brad Pitt kind of thing. Problematic people like Johnny Depp and Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh God. You know, River Phoenix. Yeah. I guess just your general people. Nothing like n- nobody that I thought was old or like a Whoopi Goldberg. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like my crush from last week, which you'll have to listen to to find out. We'll discuss last week's after after we stop recording. But yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes but definitely let me know off air okay uh so andrew brought a quiz now i think this is the first time there was actually a quiz where i thought he for the most part they were questions that we could ask each other that would be fun i mean yes yeah so i was like this felt like a real actual quiz it wasn't just like sometimes it's just kind of like okay I, I don't know if I learned more about you I don't know but this was interesting so how did you do on the quiz all around do you remember um I think for the most part when they, these quizzes happen I don't try to play along <laughs> I <laughs> just want to uh, know the answer I, I like mm. listening to what people's reasonings are yes. and then I like to hear who got it right rather than be a part of it I like to observe that makes sense I feel like I'm probably like 75% that and then the other part I just like kind of jot it down just kind of like play my own game with myself I'm like oh maybe I'll we'll see how I did um I got one right so um <laughs> that which was, one did you get right that was fun the question that is not something we ask each other is what's the oh. most recent tv role try and guess what mine was anyway so I guess that one right but uh yeah because for the most part you're just guessing it's not like you're really knowing anything mm-hmm. so would you like to answer any of these questions I listened to the episode really recently and okay. I really like wait what was why am I thinking blanking on his name uh what's his name Andrew yeah Andrew yeah. I keep wanting to say Andrew Ant, which is like so no thank you yes and and this Andrew um, yes. was such a lovely person yes Andrew and I Hunt. really enjoy him and this is the kind of person I would want if ever Allison were to do a podcast with a male mm. which I don't want anymore that I would like like female or you know non-white man energy this is somebody I could listen her even in RJ City if they kind of got to know each other more like this wit and this uh, intelligence and yes. an understanding of the world is the kind of person I would like mm. to hear. But funny enough, I can't remember the questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm guessing you probably wanted to answer when's the first time you got kicked in the nuts? Probably not. Okay. So I can remember the first time I kicked somebody in the nuts. Ooh, that's a better story. Let us hear it. <laughs> um, By the way, first time? Yeah. Oh There's yeah. Only time. Oh, okay. I was going to say, uh, apparently you are the, the mean girl, the, the mean, cool girl. No, no, never. Okay. Um, what's funny is even like when Allison's like, oh, and of course there's probably like a bicycle incident, but that also hurts for people with vaginas. Landing no on kidding. Oh, a bicycle yes. bar yes. hurts so much. And I think I've been kicked in the V too, but like 
not in a an aggressive like um some usually if you're kicking someone in the balls it's like that how guys play around like I think it was like one of those like by accident mm. maybe like a knee to the groin I don't need to know about your axe in the bedroom oh but. my god I did like like you lose your breath it's like <gasps> yeah it hurts uh on yeah. a bicycle I don't know about other people I've done the bicycle too playfully thanks but um would you playfully hit me in the vagina please <laughs> <laughs> That's something that goes on your tender. So yes, what that's my headline in, in junior high, you had the long lockers and there was mm. an upper locker and a lower locker, oh, right? Uh-huh. So you know, the first in junior high, it's seventh and eighth grade. So seventh graders always had the bottom and eighth graders always had the top. And okay. there was a seventh grader that said something and I don't, and I was, I didn't think it was an eighth grader. No, we are both, yeah, we both were on next lockers or next to each other, the bottom locker. So that person was like kneeling on the ground and I was standing up and they said something and I was just joking around again, playfully. Oh uh-huh. And I didn't See, know. See, you have playful penis play. Oh, Jesus. But I, I was going to kick, but like, and I like, a, I really didn't realize how hard. And I guess if you talk to all the wimpy people, out there with balls like you even a little hit you shut up but i guess my perceived uh non but go ahead and ride me really hard right no thank you but uh, <laughs> other like what i thought was just a, like a kick like came off like he stood up it's i don't was not trying to kick him in the balls i was trying to like kick him on the hip but he stood up i kicked and i landed and he doubled over oh. and then i felt really bad but then i just said sorry and walked away oh what was i supposed to do kiss it and make it better i don't know i do not lead this lisa lowry life (laughs) (laughs) lisa lowry life that's hilarious Mm -hmm. i've definitely accidentally done that to someone as well that but i don't remember the specifics because i think it's happened multiple times and i definitely think like i'm sure by accident like you know doing the whole wrestling thing with my brother (laughs) probably happened where you just like accidentally hit because you know it's out there so it happens but okay i mean (laughs) my brother and i fought a lot but i never accidentally kicked him in the nose but well did you like wrestle and like you know there's wrestling like moves that are like could accidentally hit i didn't i wasn't in that close of contact no okay let's just make it grosser for me no Um, i didn't mean it like that i meant like you would kick and you'd run <laughs> oh i you know, like or that you, you'd punch they'd fall over you kick them in the ribs and you go the other way so instead of a a mayo sneak it's a peep sneak <laughs> i don't know what that means <laughs> well you know you do um <laughs> one of the other questions was uh, what's your biggest irrational fear oh i think just the general it's interesting because it can be an irrational fear but if I'm in a situation where my kids are around, I, I there's no fear because mm, like, yes, yes, your protective brain takes over and you mm-hmm. do what needs to be done. But I would say my two things I don't really like are clowns and they tend to be at things and I don't want to pass my irrational fear onto my kids. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, spiders, uh, yeah. I hate them so much, but I we will know how you feel about snakes. Oh Jesus. It makes me want to barf, <laughs> but I will put them like, I will, take a glass of where you know the spider and take it outside because that's what my kids want me to do they don't want me to kill like mm, anything yes although mosquitoes and flies i i don't care about them i won't kill them snakes like if one were coming at my child 
like I would be able to unfreeze my, you know, self to do that. And then like water flooding, like a, a toilet, not even because it's a toilet, but something overflowing like that or a sink overflowing with water and not being able to stop water. Mm. That really freaks me out. Interesting. So, and that's probably from some either like a childhood, like movie that you watch or like some yeah. sort of maybe, I don't know that's, or past lives, maybe. I don't know why you? baby had to be thrown in there. I don't have any of those kinds of, like, I do have a slight, I do have a fear, I guess, of clowns, but not to the point where like, I will, I won't go around them or something, but like, also I am aware of them being there. Yes. And it is much like the Japanese beetle where I'm like, I start getting a little bit, you know, chills, mm-hmm. like we kind of like, <laughs> but also, I mean, if they have certain face paint is very scary. Some of it is fine and, and good. And I'm, but I still have that like subtle fear always, I'm sure of clowns. Like it's just, it's there. It's for sure. It's like that hiding who you are with a smile is scary to me. Well, I told on here before why I'm afraid of clowns, but I, I, I do take like a wide berth. Like I won't walk up yes. to one and talk. To it's like one. me with dogs. I'm like, Ooh. Because I'm, because I'm scared of them because I've been bitten so many times when I was a kid that like, I had this like yeah. fear that there's going to like, this is going to be the time. Oh, they're really nice. They never bite anybody except for that one time. And it's Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do the wide berth though with dogs. I'm just like, I kind of like try and pull my, I feel like my, my leg is like bending inwards. Like it can't, like, there's no way your leg bends that way, but I try and like do it with my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, my, I think because I've talked myself into being rational is like, it's more of like fear like body stuff like I have these fear of this fear of that and it's stuff that I would be nice to get over but yeah in general I I think all of my fears are rational I have like a great fear of like home invasion or of like being oh. attacked in a parking lot like these things I think are of just are, are totally rational fears so yeah those are ra- like you you always walk with your key between your knuckles right you walk your car as soon as you get in like yeah I are- have my hand on my knife and then yes. the other one on my key yeah Actually, my hand, I just pull my knife out when I'm walking, especially if I'm performing the bank or something. My knife is in my hand, but what good it would do? I don't know. It's some like slim piece of peace of mind. Well, like, hey, maybe like if we're working, someone to come up and like, oh, I see they have a knife. I'm not going true. To. That's so, true. Um, just got to wave it around a little bit more. So not as <laughs> you're going into the bank, though, please. <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned his favorite childhood movie. So I guess never ending story because that's definitely a fond movie from my childhood, but I don't know if that's my all-time favorite childhood movie. I did see a movie when I was a kid that I probably shouldn't have. That is definitely something I, I love still. And that's the original vacation. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say that spaghetti movie. Oh, spaghetti movie. Oh God. <laughs> uh, no, but it was, I don't think it's that bad of a movie, but at the age that we were like, we, we knew the movie backwards and forwards and it was just like. It's, it was a little much for the age that we were, I think. But what is your most fond childhood movie? Is that a sentence? What's your fondest? What? What's your favorite childhood memory? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, my favorite childhood movie. God damn it. My friend and I were just talking about this because they said that they were showing, they were taking turns watching movies with their kids. Like one night would be their pick and whatever. And they mm. started watching like 80s movies. Like, I swear this movie's so good. And you turn on, you're like, oh, this is a horrible movie so 80s movies yeah those are interesting I would have to say one movie um VHS of course that I played 15 times in a row once I got it for Christmas is Aladdin so Aladdin was definitely mm, a favorite yes Mary Poppins and I know people like poop on that movie all the time but love it love it love it love it 
um i'm trying to think of like what uh oh any and i'm i'm sure they had it's huge problematic just all throughout it but any kind of shirley temple movie mm. that was what i would always go and rent oh. from the video store yeah and it, that's why i got into tap dancing because of shirley temple oh um so yeah i'd say like any shirley temple or uh aladdin is definitely something that definitely i could still to this day quote and when my kids watch it they're like ma be quiet <laughs> so i have that with the little mermaid for sure that was oh, like yeah. oh I, yeah that was, good that one. was one that was like i liked mm-hmm. listening to the soundtrack i like could quote mm-hmm. the, the entire thing yeah. and then um another one was sleeping beauty and not oh as, yes it was yeah. just like those two and there were certain reasons like it was timing but also with sleeping beauty we it, it was the same with vacation okay my mom was dating this guy that owned this pharmacy that's over here uh, close to me and uh they would rent out movies so we rented out some movies and then they broke up so we got to keep them so we had uh, sleeping beauty we had ghostbusters oh that's a we, good one we had vacation and then we had the stand-up of bill cosby oh my goodness <laughs> so those were like the four oh maybe we had poltergeist too i'm not sure but okay. anyway so those were like the movies that were just we just always had in rotation that became especially in the summertime my sister and i when we were getting along and having our, like, we would have these like bonding times that were, that were great. And so like, we would always have like sleeping beauty on in the background. We'd be playing some sort of games, eating snacks. So I always have that like memory of that as an older per- person watching it. Yeah. Even though, I mean, I was probably like middle school to like maybe freshman year ish, like yeah. right around there, like that kind of like, you're kind of like watching kid movies, but like, it's some sort of like fondness of like, yes. just g- good timing. You know what I mean? I love Sleeping Beauty and I, you know, that would be my favorite. If you were seeing my favorite Disney movie, it'd be Sleeping mm. Beauty. And I'm a but, Snow White, but I don't have those fondness like I do with Sleeping Beauty for some, just because of that yeah. reason. That The whole scene at the end of Sleeping Beauty where the fairy god, fairy god is just changing the colors of the dresses mm. to their color or whatever of the dress. That's my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> but yeah. So I mentioned them on the last episode as well, but I didn't actually, I just said their names <laughs> for a totally different reason. <laughs> But when I was even younger, my favorite movie was Sound of Music. So Sound of Music was the, sh- the movie that I, mm. and, and how problematic is that now? I've never seen it. So I don't oh, know. are you serious? Oh my God. So like, mm. I, I loved it. That was like my favorite movie. If we were all getting together, watching movies, like that was always my pick. So people were like, ugh. So it would always be like whoever else's pick first and then Sound of Music. And then guess what? Everyone disappeared when Sound of Music came on. <laughs> so I was just there much by, by myself, but the music was great and I just loved everything about it. And you had mentioned something else that reminded me of non-Disney movies that I liked. There was- Shirley Temple? I did like Shirley Temple, but that's not not been my go-to. It was because Never Ending Story was definitely like in that realm. You said Ghostbusters. I never saw Labyrinth. So- Oh, I didn't see that either. Actually, I may have seen it once. I'm not sure, but I mean, and Star Wars was good too, but I I mean, Sound of Music was my go-to like that was my comfort movie when I was a kid of, okay, this, it's got the music, it's got everything. It's just made me feel good. And if, thank God Rafi's not here to say like, oh, it's because of the, the Nazi um, yeah. <laughs> storyline, but no, it's not, you know, they're like, they're a big family. I always wanted a big family. I mean, I came from kind of a big family, but like the music, they were all, you know, it, it was mm-hmm. it's great. They were escaping the Nazis. They weren't like pro, but I mean, one of the daughters is dating one, but you know what? I, here's the thing just watch the movie it's really good <laughs> well i mean i liked um what was the musical um cabaret mm. that has a huge nazi storyline in it oh yeah 
But anyway, so yeah, those are those are some good ones. What's a Canadian food that you'll never eat again because it made you puke? No. Has is there any food that has made you puke that you will not by the way, yeah. puke, puke. That's a funny word. Puke, so puke, puke, puke. <laughs> puke, puke. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has there been anything that you cannot eat again because you've thrown up from it? Yeah, blue cheese. Oh no wonder you can't mess with a uh, gorgonzola. Yeah, because I had a uh, one time I had blue cheese and spinach salad and orange juice. And something in that Ooh. mixture was oof, oof. off. Yeah. It might have been this, I'm not sure what it is, but when I threw up, I just remember that. But now I can finally have spinach again and I can finally have oranges again, but mm. I can't go back to blue cheese. Even gorgonzola, like it's not blue cheese. I'm like, it is blue it's cheese. A, like a subtle, subtle, but yes. it, but the fact that it has any s- similarities, like I can yeah. see that. No, thanks. I don't what think I've you? ever thrown up from eating anything i've definitely been tur- like the last time i ever drank a glass of milk it was um, sour milk and i was and i w- i think i was i remember i was eating a lean cuisine because gotta get lisa skinny when she's in high school oh <laughs> a lean cuisine and a glass of milk <laughs> but um so that like, immediately i was like well that's the last glass of milk i ever drank which is good because like who drinks milk anyway? that's gross but but yeah. that reminds me of the people it's such a roundabout that way. But when you say little Lisa, like whatever, that reminds me of the people who are saying, when you're saying bad things about yourself, think mm. about like the little person, like as if you're saying it to them. And that's definitely helped me. Like, why would you tell little Jennifer that, you know, that she's whatever, whatever thing. Yes. Like, that no, is a I very good never. point. Because never. if I saw a little girl, would you not baby her and take care of her? Or would you right. yell at her and tell her all the things that you're telling yourself? Because that is what I'm doing. Right. It's telling the inner child and the inner being that is me that all of those things are true. It's literally like telling that to a kid. <laughs> and it's not true. Yeah, it's not. But, and that's the other thing is, is having that conflict of finally realizing it's not true and having to unlearn the, mm, yeah, the voices, so. but I'm getting there, but I have had uh, food poisoning and this oh, was yeah. like a weird thing where I didn't throw up. It was just throwing up out of everywhere else. Yes. I had uh, so we, I ordered pizza for my son and my husband and my daughter and I wanted sushi. So I ordered them pizza and my son's like, Oh, this is really good. Have a bite. Okay. So I had a bite of his pizza. Then we went to have sushi and we had sushi. Then I got sick like a couple hours later, but everyone that had that pizza got sick. So, but I didn't connect it to pizza because that's what made me sick. So then for so long, it was hard for me to eat sushi, even though that's not what made me sick, but it was just like, I connected those two instead of, you know. But yeah, that, that was, that was a, I've only had that once surprisingly with all of the like stuff I leave out on the counters and eat. Oh wait, that's not me. That's not you. (laughs) With all the groceries I'm constantly eating. That's not you. Oh, that's not me either. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, oh, one last thing, unless you have other stuff, but I I only have the, I only have the mayo. Okay. Okay. That's all I have left is Damien obviously has not listened to right. the Thursday show because we would have gotten a call first of all right. I think I would have gotten a text too because sometimes he's like did you record yet because I want to send in a message so he's obviously really busy but Demian you're gonna have to put your life on hold because you're getting called out during a hey go fuck yourself segment what? I would die I would die my mouth ma- my mouth was almost like what yes at least at the one she said and to these people hey go fuck yourself she didn't put his name into it but she started yeah. off with demi and i used to like it or whatever it was like whoa 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 she has a new bug in the house it's like no the new bug is daniel because who okay i understand trying to introduce your kid to new things to eat but 
if you're putting mayonnaise, McDonald's is already bad enough for you as it is. Yeah. Now you're adding mayonnaise to a burger to give your kids another bad habit. Like we all take our kids to get McDonald's. Like that's just a thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. But now you're, that's like putting, that's like putting like, I, I don't even know. Like, well, also let's just put some mac and cheese on there. Let's put some slices of bacon. Let's like, why are you adding? It's not like they're adding spinach or like sweet potatoes or something. It's like, they're adding something like for Like, I want to make it so your palate is great. And you're putting mayonnaise on a, like, there's so many layers of things that I hate about all of this. <laughs> well, I, and another reason I like Andrew is he's like, I'm a sneaky mayo, mayo sneak. I love a great mayo sneak. <laughs> I completely concur with this because at some point, like I used to, it wasn't mayo. What's the other thing that's not mayo? Mm. Oh, like aioli or? No, I'm not that. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> how classy do you think I was? No. Oh. Um, oh, what is it called? It's the sweet kind of mayo that's like. Oh God, Miracle Whip. Yes. Okay. Blech. So yeah. I grew up on Miracle Whip. Now my family, I love a, I love a good Miracle Sneak. And, and, I, and it was so sweet. And also my mom still to this day will eat banana and mayonnaise sandwiches because oh my god, oh my god. southerners oh my god. are just and i've heard of this too and i yeah. and i i think i've had it that taste it's, just it's, went, went into no, my mouth like no, i know no. yeah. it's it's a big bunch of mush and that and southerners like mushy things they so, really do boil yeah, them peanut. Boil, yeah. boil boil them peanuts sorry i'm sorry whitney but um, yeah. <laughs> uh but i am one so i can say it, but no, i'm kidding um oh gosh here <laughs> we go <laughs> but i do love a good mayo sneak um i grew up in miracle web and i didn't like know any better and then when I learned was mayo is just eggs and oil it kind of disgusted me out but deviled eggs one of my favorite appetizers mm. to have and mm. to make I don't put mayo on my burger ever but if right. someone were to make me a hamburger in a restaurant I want it the way they make it and if it comes with mayo fine I'm not going to ask to take it off I'm going to order it the way it's ordered and try it like at least once I will say though that stating you're indoctrinating by yes. putting mayo I will say you're indoctrinating by not putting mayo. Either one mm. is an indoctrination. Interesting. But but, but I don't you not... think it's double downing on the indo- the on all of it? Well, this is what I would say. I wouldn't okay. choose McDonald's to be the meal in which I introduce mayo. Okay, that's also a very fair point. I would say, hey, let's go to the habit. Let's very do good point. But like. also now you're becoming. I hate having to have special orders, and not because I do I have special orders when I go to McDonald's and I know that Andrew was like or Jeff sorry was like flabbergasted that you could like get something different but I've had special orders there since the 90s and never (laughs) and it messes things up sometimes but like when I was vegetarian I would get burger burger extra pickles no meat and then you put the fries on it so I did that for my son once that's how he always wants to order it so now if one person wants a regular cheeseburger he wants that now it's complicated so now what you're doing is you're complicating it for your kids to add this extra thing where it's like just eat it the way it's supposed to be <laughs> it's well, easier for everybody i mean i like going to in and out and having my special order of mustard fried only but they're only like pickles. you know happy yeah. to do that yeah that's true it's it, it's i don't know like one of my kids is a very adventurous eater and will eat anything any way that it's made and then we'll then take it and tailor it to how they want mm. so i don't ever put mayo on anything because i don't enjoy putting mayo on things but if my husband puts mayo on a burger with, you know, with ketchup and then one kid tastes it and really likes it, then they may think I really love mayo, which one of them does. And then they'll take like, oh, on my chicken sandwich. Oh, I won't. Can I have mayo to dip it in? Right. Sure. 
Why not? Because they want to try it. I would never say no to a kid if they ask for something because they want to see how it tastes. Like, oh, I want to dip this in ketchup. I may think that's absolutely disgusting. Right. But hey, maybe their palate is different and then you try it out. Again, I don't think McDonald's is a place to be adding mayo to things. I can agree I with wouldn't that. even trust mayo from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, how often are they even, where, what is that even for? What, who knows? This, yeah. Nothing. But does it does it come with mayo? Okay, fine. If they call, yes. I don't know what their mayo is, but let's not add it to something. I can totally agree with that. And also, you're taking something that you don't normally put on something, and now you're dumbing it down to mayo, which is like, if you do like that, that's fine. But like now, if your kid is the kid that wants mayo on his burger, no one has mayo out when you're doing burgers. That's just not a typical thing. Unless you come out. to my house. Because, okay. Because and I have been to mayo. places that has it. And and by the way. Ha- I can agree with you. Like if it comes on there already, I will eat the thing. However, somebody makes it. I'm not that, I do like to, and sometimes I'm like, damn it. This is actually really good because if you you really separate thousand Island, pretty much mayonnaise and ketchup in a way. So I can't like bag on it too much, but it's like, but mayo does get a bad rap and, but for some good reasons and some bad, but I I do like, I love deviled eggs and I love an egg salad sandwich. I like tuna, like I like mayo in its place. Yes. <laughs> not overly mayo. I don't want it dripping with mayo. It's disgusting. I'm not like, going to dip my French fries in mayo. No. Uh-uh. And that's what I, I thought Andrew was going to be like, oh yeah, we, we love mayo. <laughs> right. Because don't they do that? But I didn't grow up on Miracle Whip, but my husband's family did because they're from, you know, Ohio and Wisconsin. So like they have like different tastes. Mm. So he always wanted Miracle Whip in the house. And luckily I wasn't like, I didn't really care about mayonnaise except for I do like it on a turkey sandwich, although I love mustard too. So I, but I'm not buying two things. Like if we, if everybody wants a miracle, so now my kids have a taste for a miracle because it's grandma, the, no. gram, the grandma. But the other day my son came in and he's like, oh, we're, um, cause we rarely use any mayonnaise or miracle or anything. So I'm usually having to throw it away because it's yeah. ex- expired. So sometimes I'll be like, oh good. It's Easter. I can use up some of this mayonnaise <laughs> deviled eggs. Um, <laughs> but he used it for something. I think he made himself a sandwich or something. He was like, oh, we're going to, we're almost out of uh, mayo. We need to, get- oh no. He said, this mayo is actually expired. We're going to have to get new. And I said, oh really? Cause I just bought some new mayo. And he's just like, I saw the date on there. I said, oh, are you talking about Miracle Whip? And he started making fun of me. He's like, oh, okay. With your special names for mayonnaise. I'm like, excuse you. <laughs> 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 he's like well i guess i could use that i'm like it's he's like it's the same thing i'm like it is 100 not i said let's not. take this jar out first of all and read it but it yeah. does say some sort of like mayonnaise zesty mayonnaise dressing or it has the word mayonnaise in it i'm like okay you got me there but i said it, it's a different texture a different flavor and like you said it is sweet it almost reminds me of like a poppy seed mustard dressing like that kind of sweetness Yes. But like a, but a dumbed down version of that with that tangy zip. Ugh, that's what you're trying to like win us over with. Uh, uh-uh. no, thanks. I don't want a tangy zip. That means it's either bad or I don't know. Probably shouldn't be in my mouth. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that was fun. Uh, you have nothing else, right? Oh no, yeah. We already just, we had to sneak it, uh, the mayo in at the end. Uh, yeah. like you know all right if you'd like to be on the show email bfancast at gmail.com go to the facebook group if you're not part of it already join it because that's where i'm going to post the schedule for july which is already next weekend and so i need to get on top of that and uh, follow the show wherever you know where it's at and follow your other hosts let's see which one should we which one should we give people the grom mm, at grom what is it damn it grom i don't know i'm not allowed to follow it so I at no grom life grom murals okay at Grom Murals on Instagram. And where can we find you? 
You don't need to find me. In the light of everything, I just wanted to highlight a good nonprofit, Gender Justice. Mm. You know, a lot of Planned Parenthood has a lot of money right now. Um, I think it's important to also donate to smaller organizations that I have been really doing the work for a while. And it is one of advocacy of all people, um, equity uh, through the law and gender equity. So I think uh, gender justice on Instagram is one to keep an eye on. And you can help out from this whole hellfire that is America right now. Hmm. Just seems to be getting worse and worse. It's like, what next? You wake up every day at something. Don't say that. Nope. Okay. You know what? Wake up every day and listen to this show because it's positive. (laughs) It's great. If you want to talk shit on people that eat mayo, come here. Just kidding. (laughs) We accept everybody. Even if you like mayo, BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you. And Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Oh, I didn't tell you there was a guest here. I didn't even introduce them.